do you navigate Christmas in a blended family? It can be overwhelming to schedule the various holiday get-togethers and manage expectations on all sides of the family. We're going to talk about it this morning with Gayla Grace with Family Life's Blended. And good morning, Gayla. Good morning. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And you know what? Talking about blended families during the holidays, that's that can be a challenge, can it? It can be a challenge, and a lot of people experience it. So I'm thankful that you guys are addressing this topic. So take us back to maybe your situation. Have you ever been in a blended family? Are you in a blended family? Yes. Oh, my goodness. My husband married 20, my husband and I married 28 years ago, and we married in October. And so we quickly went into our first holiday season together, and we had brought in, I had brought two kids, he had brought two kids, ages three to 10. And so I really was not prepared for what was going to take place at the holidays. I was raised in a traditional family, and so stiff family life was foreign to me. And I, I can look back on it now, and there's just so many things that I learned, and that's part of my passion of trying to mm. pass tips on with blended families as to what to do. There are some things that can help to make the holidays go better for blended families. Okay, so what are some of your your suggestions? I, I'm assuming that you know communication is probably high up on the list of talking about what you like, don't like, and what you expect. But what are some other great ideas? Yeah, and with the communication goes plan early. So if you had if you have a former spouse and you haven't made arrangements for how you're going to do the Christmas uh, week, do that now because yeah. if, if you wait till the last minute, everybody's a little more harried, and it's just hard to do that. But another big one is manage your expectations. Mm. Don't think that it's just everything's going to go smoothly, especially in the early years. It's likely that it will not. But you can hold on to the joy of the season, even in the midst of the chaos, if you manage your expectations and you just go in realizing, okay, I'm going to be flexible, I'm going to bring my best self to every situation, I'm going to walk closely with Jesus, because that's the only Mm -hmm. way I'm going to find peace through this season. So those are a few of my biggest tips. And then there's so many other things about recognize and respect grief and sadness because Mm -hmm. it's likely that especially with your kids you know they don't process their emotions as well as adults do Mm -hmm. and so if this is one of the early years as a blended family they might be sad that their mom and dad are no longer together on christmas Mm -hmm. day they're having to they're going to go back and forth between homes or if one of their parents has passed away then they're not both there together and you know maybe there's a step parent in the home that they're not bonded with yet and so be careful that you're paying attention to the cues of your kids and your step kids and that you talk to them if you notice they're experiencing sadness or just seem to be off and oftentimes behavior especially with young children will speak louder than their words They're not likely going to come say, you know, I'm really feeling sad today. (laughs) And we want to watch their behavior. Mad is oftentimes sad. And Mm. so pay attention to the cues of behavior is another one with the kids as they're walking through it also. So speak to the stepmom, especially that's coming in and uh, especially managing expectations with, you know, you want them to love you and you want to love them, but there's a, a getting to know season, isn't there? I mean, I would think and and absolutely and grow in that, and that you're 
you're not going to be all that you want to be for them right away. No, and so research actually tells us that it takes four to seven years for step-family relationships really to come together and feel like a family. That doesn't mean that you don't have some familiness that begins to develop during that time, but if we recognize that we are in relationship-building mode in those early years. And so for the stepmom, you really want to walk alongside your stepkids more as a friend or a relationship of an aunt to where you want to pour into them the best you can, but know that they might keep you at arm's length. Loyalty conflict, we talk about often where if there's an active biological mom in the, in the picture, then these kids feel pulled. If they begin to love a stepmom, what does that mean about their relationship with their biological mom? Mm-hmm. And it really will take them a while to work through that. And yes, the stepmom might feel like an outsider some of the time because there's just things in this family that have happened before she joined them. And so she really has to be patient and know that it gets better in time. Mm -hmm. I'm a stepmom myself. And so I walked through some of that hardship and feeling like an outsider at times. And the other thing I would say is communicate with your husband. Make sure that he knows. He can't fix it. He can't control how his kids are going to react towards the stepmom. But he can be empathetic and he can at least say, Man, I understand how that must be hard for you. But if we're not expressing our feelings, then they don't know that. They can't understand it. And so be sure also that you're talking to your husband and um, maybe some other safe people in your life that can just help be a sounding board because the stepmom role is hard, mm-hmm. but it That's does good. get easier over time. That's good. It's hopeful. I know it may be different for each person, but how do you recognize when someone is feeling overwhelmed by everything? They may not be saying it, but and they're not expressing it. How do you? How can we recognize when family members are feeling overwhelmed? And in your experience, what are some of the things that we can do to ease that that particular stress? Well, as you said, it's different for everybody, but I think typically people get they're harder to get along with. They tend to be a little prickly, maybe, mm-hmm. where they're showing signs that they're just really not in a good place. If we see behavior that is not typical of a person, then it is possible that they are overwhelmed. And I think a way to help with that is give everybody permission to do what they need to do to be okay. So, for instance, mm-hmm. if a uh, one of the adults is acting out or, or, you know, having behavior that's not typical and you begin to have a conversation, maybe it's a matter of, do you need some time out? Do you need coffee with a girlfriend? Do you need to skip this Christmas party this weekend? What is going to help you? And everybody's going to be different with this. And so self-awareness for us as adults is huge so that we can recognize, okay, I've had too much on my plate this week, and maybe I'm not going to go to the kids' um, Christmas party if I just can't face that former spouse that I know is going to be there. So, you know, like you said, every situation is different, but we can 
if we know ourselves and we know what we need, then that can really make a difference in asking for it in that, you know, we just need to step back and take a time out. I mean, the truth is, I didn't go to a Christmas party last night because I have felt a little overwhelmed. I've had a lot of travel on my schedule this month. Yeah. My father is ill. And mm-hmm. I just, I had to step back. And that's yep. okay for anyone to do yes, that. I like that. That gives us permission to do what we need to do. Right. It's to okay make to it take through a the break. season. Yeah. <laughs> So let's talk about the grandparents. You know, maybe everybody from the whole family comes to grandma and grandpa's house. And for the first time, there's a, there's a new member that's coming mm-hmm. to the grandparents' house. How, how best can everybody welcome that new member of the family? Well, in the beginning, it's not going to feel the same. And I think that as the adult who, if it's our child, then we talk to our parent and just say, I know it's going to be different this year because we're bringing in stepchildren and our family has changed, but please do your best to be fair. If there are biological grandkids and step grandkids, we don't want the biological kids to get far more presents than what the step grandkids Mm -hmm. are getting. They're going to see that. They're going to Mm -hmm. sense that I'm different. I'm not loved the same way that these biological kids are loved. And that is hard. We don't want to do that to kids. They cannot understand that. But sometimes it really takes a conversation from the the parents of Mm. these kids to say to their parents, I know this is hard for you guys too, but please think of it for what the kids are going through and how it's going to affect the kids if gift giving is not fair. So that's a big one, and some some grandparents really have a hard time with that. And if they can look at it from the perspective of the kids, yes. then I, I think they can do a better job. There's so much to this. There's so many facets to a blended family. You've got the parents, the kids, the grandparents, the aunts, the uncles, you know, and, mm-hmm. and with the family, the, the blended family comes their friends. When you have, you know, get get togethers and so forth. So there's so many different different <laughs> facets to this. It it almost can be overwhelming trying to wrap your head around that. How do we it get can be, it, <laughs> it can be overwhelming. And another tip I'll say is take it one day at a time. Yeah. Don't start thinking, Man, how are we gonna get through the week before Christmas, which is next week. Well, you don't have to take it, all, you don't have to navigate the whole week in your mind at one time. It's one day at a time. And God gives us the grace that we need for every day, just like he did for the Israelites in the desert. And they're give, he's giving them manna for one day. Mm-hmm. But if they try to take manna for the next day, it's spoiled. And so I really think that's how God wants to walk with us and take it a day at a time. And it just helps us in our mind uh, just to navigate every day at a time. That's good. That is. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how do we get more information and, you know, just uh, reminders of all the advice that you've given us so far? So familylife.com backslash blended has all kinds of stuff on there for blended families. So that's the, the best place, really. I do a Women and Blended Families live stream once a month, the second Tuesday of the month. It's live, but it's also recorded. That's on the Family Life Blended Facebook page and YouTube channel. And then you can find podcasts. You can find all kinds of stuff specifically for blended families. And then I have a personal website, gailygrace.com, where you can find speaking events or other things that I'm involved with uh, with blended families also. Wonderful. Yeah. 
thank you so much for spending some time with us. Thanks for all your great advice, and uh, Merry Christmas to you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, and the same to y'all. 